1: You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans, for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Where Auburn fans, welcome to No Huddle, your source for Auburn football news and discussion, part of the E2C Network. I'm A. Deer Richardson, and I'm also here with Ben King to talk about the Mississippi State Preview. Uh, let's talk about the Mississippi State game. Uh, this one in Jordan-Hare, 6 p.m. Uh, kickoff. Another night game. I mean, we've had a lot of night games. It's kind of nice. Uh, I I feel like at least we're getting some good, uh, good times as far as uh, kickoffs besides the last week against Texas A&M. I mean, it was still a good time, but it, it's a hot game. It's a hot game out in Texas. And we f- fended off the Texas A&M Aggies uh, in College Station last week and now we come back home uh to uh miss to play mississippi state uh sec nation i feel like uh they're just following us around they're coming to auburn this week uh they were out in college station last week uh for our game against uh texas a&m and now they're coming to auburn so uh pretty cool to see them just uh following us around i mean at this rate i mean they should just get on the team bus with us and Come along with us.
0: No, I don't want them on the bus. <laughs> Keep them far away. Yeah,
1: I agree. Um, and let's talk about Mississippi State. What What are you expecting out of Mississippi State? Three and one. Uh, their one loss comes to uh, Kansas State uh, in Mississippi State in Starkville. It's kind of interesting. Uh, but what do you make out of this team so far this season?
0: Uh, I'm expecting them to bring the cowbell and not much else. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully they don't bring cowbell because we're gonna take that out. We're not allowing that. We're not allowing that in Jordan-Hare.
0: They'll sneak it in. They (laughs) They always do.
1: (laughs) It's like uh, LSU fans are known for bringing in their their booze into Jordan-Hare. They'll find their way, I'm sure. Um, All right. So Right now, Auburn's a 10-point favorite over Mississippi State. Uh, According to ESPN's uh, Football Power Index, uh, Auburn's uh, chances of winning this are almost up to 80% now. Uh, the line is favoring us by 10 points. I mean, it's just like everything is, is like almost making this, okay, we should just, you know, win over Mississippi State. I mean, can that be yep. a little bit of a trap? Uh, nah. You don't think so? No, nah, we're ready. I think we are too. I mean, in a Gus Malzahn era, it, there's few games where I feel like our team has come out and just been completely flat. Uh, he seems to get his guys ready to go. Um, even for uh, the non-conference type games, because um, like you've seen, if we didn't come out hitting against somebody like Tulane uh, earlier in the season, Tulane easily could have uh, came and and won that game on us. Um, and it, I mean, that's the kind of you got to get ready mentally for these kind of games. Uh, the, last year, if you remember, uh, I was just r- trying to remember. Okay, so we lost against Mississippi State last year.
0: Shouldn't have. Uh, That was was, because of the refs.
1: Well, refs and then just no sideline Nick Fitzgerald was just a boss. He he was running every which way. And we just, for whatever reason, as good as our linebackers and uh defensive line were, we just couldn't keep him contained. now there Uh, was that ghost touchdown
0: right before the gosh,
1: dude. Yes. Do we have pylon cams now? Uh Jordan Hare. I don't I don't think I've seen one yet. We We should have pylon cams. We had it in our kickoff game and jerry world but i think that was just because their equipment it was for an nfl game but i think we should invest in some i don't yep. know how expensive
0: they are but like doesn't hey, matter we've got we, <laughs> we dropped <laughs> what 15 million on that screen or whatever right we can put some friggin' little cameras in the corner there i mean heck there's some 30 dollars cameras you can get that i have in my house you can move them all around <laughs> so it can't yeah. be that much
1: yeah really um so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Like I, I hope we get something like that. I mean, even I noted that uh you know the first down markers, uh they're they now have some of the uh some of those first down markers actually have cameras in them. Um so that would be kind of nice to get in Jordan Hair. Uh I think we were one of the first ones uh, last year maybe the year before to get the digital uh first or not uh, what is it the down marker where it goes yep. first down, second down, third down, fourth down. Um, so we're, we're being innovative with that. Um,
0: Hey, and the red hat man, he now has a, a click down clock, which is yeah, pretty cool.
1: That, that helps me as a fan. know. Hey, we're not going to be here for seven minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can mentally prepare. All right, cool. I'm just going to go on Twitter and, you know, see how mad people are about how long this time out for CBS is. Yeah, uh, for real <laughs> <laughs> players to watch for Mississippi state. Uh, you're probably going to get Garrett Schrader, from what I understand. Uh, Mississippi State's uh, their main quarterback that they've had. Um, he seems to be – he's got a shoulder issue, upper body, something going along those lines. So, more than likely, you're going to see uh, – probably see Garrett Schrader, who's a freshman. Um, he was the one – you probably saw it, did the little hot helicopter, try to jump over him and got completely hit. But, I mean, hey – good for him trying to get the first down on fourth down <laughs> trying to make something happen uh yeah so he's taking over t- for tony uh tommy stevens um so we'll see how if tommy stevens is actually able to come back uh another guy to watch for mississippi state is uh, if they they're running back they're, they're running back is uh he is a man he he's able to run downhill real quick Uh, This season, he's averaging 137 yards a game on the ground. Uh, But contrast that to Auburn's defense, which is only allowing 90 yards on the ground per game. Uh, And we're second in the SEC and currently 20th in the nation as far as uh, yards on the ground allowed. Uh, Ben, how do you see this game playing out? Do you think Auburn runs away with it or... Do do we kind of keep them at bay, you know, one or two touchdowns lead, and then you know, try a few things, maybe get back close, or what? Are, what are you foreseeing with this game?
0: Uh, I see it being very similar to the way that we started against Texas A and M. I think we'll come out hot. I think we'll put them away quickly, and hopefully, in this one, we won't really just you know roll over as much. We'll be with the home crowd, and I'm I'm not worried about their offensive tack at all. As majority of their offense is around the rushing attack, we have one of the stoutest rushing defenses out there right now, and so I'm not really worried about that. I don't know if, uh, you know, Schrader can really pass that well. I haven't really seen him do too much. And know we can run, and I know we can shut him down for that. So we're really going to test him to see if he can air the ball out, and in that case, you know, he'll have four or five guys in his face, so I uh, I feel like... The defense is definitely going to shine in this game. We should have some really good highlights from those guys. And the offense is just going to have to put together, you know, what they need to to win this game. And hopefully they'll do a little bit more than that cuz I'd love to see, you know, a big blowout. But I wouldn't say necessarily expect it. However, if we don't beat this team by 21 points, then I'll be upset.
1: <laughs> I think with the way our offense is going, and even if we only do a few special plays, a few of those special plays, a few of those catches that, uh, just, we ended up overthrowing get made those, those turn in touchdowns. And that can be the same with this Mississippi state game. So, uh, that I could definitely see that. Um, let's talk about our players to watch for Auburn, uh, go offense, defense, special teams. Uh, who are you going to be watching for this game, uh, going into this Mississippi state game?
0: Uh, I'll say, for players to watch on offense, Anthony Schwartz. Mm, because nice. I want to see him run a big one and then catch one of those deep passes that we've had for him in the past. Yeah. That we almost had from last game. Oh, man. I'm I so definitely close. expect that Gus will work with Bo on that this week. Yeah. And we'll prep some of those deep passes. I I, I suspect see Schwartz get like a 70-yarder.
1: I suspect Bo, because he, that seems to be one of his few weaknesses as far as being a true freshman that hitting the long man and and to, he's only had a certain number of rests. I mean, even with guys like Anthony Schwartz, because in the spring he didn't even get to practice with them because Anthony Schwartz was running track. He didn't even get any passing reps. I mean, there might've been some, you know, off you know practice time, but like that's, that's gotta be something that they get practice. Uh, now that the season's, uh, we're in the middle of it. Uh, I'm going to say for offense, uh, I want to see Joey Gatewood. Uh, I am I always love watching him. He seems to be an electric kind of player. And we seem to have some really cool plays that we are just, you know, in the back pocket, ready to pull out. And if we don't do something stupid like delay a game, we can use him um, and maybe see what he can do. Um almost to balance out the obvious passing attack that Bo Nix can do, um, but also have run rushing attack with Joey Gatewood. Uh, for players on defense for Auburn, who are you going to be watching?
0: Uh, for your offense, I would completely agree. I would love to see, you know, well, like I've been saying for probably most of the season, second string just come in and run the offense. Mm. That'd be great, even if it is the base offense. Yeah. I'd love to see Gatewood kind of pull out some more tricks. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, on the defensive side, I'm watching Big Cat Bryant. Because you see that that man has a hunger. hmm And uh, he's ready. But I don't want him to jump off sides 15 times this game. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm looking for him to watch the ball, maybe not listen as hard as he was, or keep his eyes there and ready to go. But once he does that, I expect him to you know make some big plays again. He's... He's done some great things in Jordan Harris so far this year. Almost had the big man touchdown. He uh he's an all out athlete, so I expect him to get in the backfield quite a bit, especially with this rushing attack that Mississippi State's going to bring, and just lay some guys out.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, he did end up having some plays that he he broke up. I mean, like he needed, like he, he was just he was on it, but sometimes a little too much on it that he. i mean come on like come on don't jump off sides
0: especially in key (laughs) plays
1: um the guy i'm gonna be watching is kj downhill brett i mean you saw it last game he's ready to play and uh he he's gonna be a guy that i think will be a key also i mean along with the whole defensive line that will need to know how to defend uh, against what mississippi state does they run the ball They're going to run the ball a lot against Auburn. Uh, So we got to be ready for that. And uh, I think a guy like KJ or Brett is going to be a key uh, for this game. Uh, On special teams, who are you going to be watching?
0: Uh, I'm going to be watching Christian Tut because I really have been, you know, looking at my chops waiting for one of those special teams returns. We've gotten so close on a couple times between either Christian Tut or Iggy getting really, Mm -hmm. really close to breaking one. And Mississippi State, I'm feeling it. This is a game where we get it done. We're taking one back to the house.
1: King Tut's gonna bring one back. That's gonna be awesome. Man, he, he. I felt even a couple of games ago, he was just you know it, it's ready for him. It's primed. He's ready to go. Get a, uh, he gotta get a great. He's got he can get a great return. Um, the guy I'm gonna be watching because uh, I I want to keep watching him and seeing how he does. He seemed to be kind of leveling out. Was Aaron Sippus. Uh, he. I want to see a little bit longer distance. Um, obviously the 44 yard average that he's at right now is, is fine, but I want to see him boom it. I want to see him just obliterate the ball and allow no return, kick it away from the guy um, that's trying to return the ball. Um, it can happen. And I think he can do it. Uh, that would
0: be great. You know, cause we have been telling him to go higher, which we've seen that happen. Yeah. But if he could angle it, and just kick it as far as he could towards the out of bounds marker that works well too
1: yeah i mean That's a good idea out of bounds is a no return i mean as long as you're not you know kicking out of bounds 20 yards down the field you're so actually Aaron kicking from it down, down the field. under we, yeah.
0: we know you're listening <laughs> uh aim for the the pylons buddy
1: yeah um i don't think this year we've had to use him or at least he hasn't had any yet where we've had to pin guys deep uh inside the 20 or even inside of the 10, I, I this could be a game where we really push the field and uh, get a really good punt that pins them inside the 10. Um, and Aaron, Aaron can do it.
0: Well, I would love for him to not have to kick a single punt. Well, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's uh, we'll, ideal. But... We'll see what happens.
1: <laughs> uh, for our score predictions, uh, Ben, preseason, uh, you had us winning by 34. I had us winning by 14. Uh, in this game against Mississippi State. Uh, how are you feeling with this game? I mean, 34 is pretty hefty. I mean, Mississippi State isn't, they're definitely not that great this season. I mean, they got beat by Kansas State. Are you kidding me? Um, but what are you feeling for this game as far as score prediction?
0: Uh, you know what? I've stuck with my prediction early on, and maybe I was a little overzealous with our offensive capability thus far. I think Gus likes to keep him close, and that's fine. You know, do what you want it to, Gus. But I'm gonna stick with 34. Maybe, maybe this is the game where you know we fall in line and we make it. The the one thing that I want to do is make it so overbearing that the other team doesn't feel like they can come back because I think that was the mm-hmm. issue with Texas A&M. Yeah, you know we got We, about, we
1: almost got there. I felt like we almost got
0: there. Exactly. Twenty eight to ten. You know, a three score lead that that feels like it's right on the threshold. If we had just put in maybe one more and made it 35-10, mm-hmm. I think Texas A&M would just let us run out the clock and be like, alright, well we lost this one. Yep. And that's what I want to have happen this weekend. I don't want Mississippi State to have any hope going into the fourth quarter. I want them just to roll over, you know, put their little dog tails between their legs and walk on home. And uh, I, I think maybe by, you know, unleashing the beast within the offense in the first half, we can be able to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and if you if you're the way you're a saying is going to play out, and we win by thirty-four. We'd have to put up a lot of points. I mean, probably what five, six touchdowns. Uh, probably, and then I think we can hold Mississippi State probably to under twenty points. I mean, it, you know, this this year we've proven you know, we can keep teams under twenty points. Um, even Oregon and their potent offense that's put up seventy plus against teams. We held them in twenty-one points.
0: That's right. So when when Christian Tut returns, you know a uh, punt to the end zone, then that's one more or one less touchdown that we'll have to actually make on the offense. So <laughs> I like it. We'll see. I think yeah. we should be able to do some big passes. Definitely. The running game's going to be all out. And uh, I think we'll shut down Mississippi state. It should be a really good game. Yeah. I hope well, so. It won't be a good game for you know, people exactly? that aren't Auburn fans. It should be a good <laughs> game for Auburn fans. Cause nothing's going to happen on the Mississippi state side.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think I'm also going to stick with my score prediction of Auburn winning by 14 points. Uh, I think, I mean, right now that spreads 10, 10 points, maybe by the end of the week, it'll be a little different, but I, I think 11 or like the 14 point realm is very doable for this team. Um, and Hey, last week, I mean, we beat the spread. We beat the spread by 12 points. And I mean, it, our team is capable of doing things uh, that are, really impressive. Uh, Let's transition to our uh, final segment for this previous show. Uh, And it's our Auburn fan perspective on the SEC. It's one of our favorite things to do just because, I mean, it's fun to look around how other teams are doing, but also just kind of make fun of other teams. And Ben, what did you see as far as other SEC teams uh, this season or for this week uh, that just happened for SEC football?
0: Well, there were two specific games that I watched. Uh, I watched the Tennessee-Florida game, and I watched the Georgia-Notre Dame game. And uh, look, Florida still, even with a 34-3 to victory, they made this game competitive against Tennessee in the first half. They look yeah. pathetic. Mm-hmm. They are by far the worst team in the top 10. Maybe the top 25. So I, I hope Florida keeps winning, because uh, I really want them to be undefeated when we go and just bring the smack down. Just in two they, weeks. Two weeks. They we play, play Towson this week, which is in Maryland. Nice. And they are a garbage team. Yep. So unless Florida just rolls over, then it should be a big showdown in Gator Town, and uh, we're gonna bring the smackdown. That's right. That's right. So uh, I, I, uh, definitely saw that game and thought Florida looked like a joke, and I yep. can't wait to beat them.
1: Well, even I mean. We we bashed on Tennessee, but Tennessee had four turnovers. I mean, are they now the University of Turnovers? Because it sure seemed like it from that game. UT baby, <laughs> or even Florida had three turnovers. I mean, University of Flop or Fail. <laughs> I don't know whatever you want to nah, call it. No, that's
0: Fail State. That's who we're playing.
1: <laughs> yes, we're we're gonna hold the Fail for Fail State because they're about to fail. Um. Uh, what else did you end up seeing? Uh, I know you watched the, the Georgia-Notre Dame game like me. What did you see out of that game?
0: Yeah, I uh, I honestly wanted Georgia to win this one just because I didn't want Notre Dame to be in the mix again this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think Notre Dame deserves to even have us talk about them until they join a Power 5 conference. This is the Power 5 playoff, after all, regardless of if it's not called that or not. That's the only teams that actually get in. So uh, all you independents better join a... A big conference or go away, <laughs> and so that's what Georgia was able to do with Notre Dame. I don't think Notre Dame's really that good. uh Georgia looked okay. Here's the thing about Georgia though: is their rushing attack? They rely on Swift for most of the stuff, and uh I think when they come to town, we can give him a swift kick in the pants. So uh Ooh. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Got it circled, but I'm uh, I'm all fine for that. I'm glad Georgia pulled it out just for the SEC strength. I want them to. I mean, they, they have a, a walk, a cakewalk to the SEC East, but I want them to, you know, not have any stumbles before we go and just lay the lay the smack down on those boys.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And something else that I noted from this game, I mean, I felt like Notre Dame, while most of the game was, uh, I don't know, I felt like UGA took over about, what, halftime or something like that. It just seemed like, all right, just kind of got this. And then Notre well, Dame, Notre Dame had was a up. decent
0: comeback, too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's Notre Dame, so it's not that big of a deal. Well, but
1: maybe, I mean, maybe I'm, like, over-exaggerating. I mean, it was probably closer to, like, probably third quarter or something when yeah. I felt like UGA was just like, all right, sorry, right. we're just going to start laying down the wood and showing you why we're in SEC school and why, you know, you don't – like, you're just Notre Dame. That's it. You're overranked every year.
0: You know, I was tired, and I had just gotten off a boat and plane ride and everything else. But I still didn't feel like they, they really laid the wood. I mean, they took care of business. They won. But it it wasn't a convincing win. Well, yeah. And they, they definitely made—the bad thing about that game was they made Notre Dame look like they were worthy, right? They were yeah, worthy to slightly. be in the contest. Yeah. Because Notre Dame still had a chance near the end of the game much like what some people would think happened with the A&M game. But, you know, if you hadn't been watching that game, maybe. However, we were watching the game. We knew, you know, we pretty much had that thing under control.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even even that pass at the very end that Notre Dame almost just, like, chunked up there kind of reminded me of uh, 2013 when Nick Marshall threw it to uh, Ricardo Lewis. And <laughs> I feel like UGA's learned, bat the ball down. Yeah. Bat yep. the ball down. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um. I also saw Ole Miss. They lost. Good job, Ole Miss. You suck. Good job
0: being in the East. You to suck. a Cal team. And honestly, <laughs> did you see what happened at the end of this game?
1: No, I don't think I saw so, this
0: one. So Ole Miss, I saw the, the replay of this one. They were coming down, and with the closing seconds, they scored a touchdown that was not called a touchdown. And it should have been, because it yeah. was. Yeah. And they marked him down at like the 1-inch line or some bullcrap like that. Oh. And because they didn't have any timeouts, they couldn't they couldn't stop the clock and they didn't review it, and then Olmes tried to get up to the line and, you know, run another play in order to, you know, try to score and the clock ran out. Mm. And that was garbage because in all honesty, Olmes should have been able to at least attempt a 2-point conversion.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like that, that's terrible management by the refs. You need to review that play. That's a scoring play you should have reviewed.
1: Yeah. And and that just reminded me, I did see, I remember seeing at least the tail end of that uh, drive where they stopped or they were stopped. Uh, and then I also saw that the interim athletic director at Ole Miss, uh ended up sending an email to the referees. I think it was the Pac-12 referees, possibly. I think it was. Which is uh,
0: weird because Cal is from the Pac-12, so I'm not sure how they're able to bring their own refs. But
1: well, I was confused about that as well.
0: Yeah, same. Like, I
1: don't know how that flew. Like, why not get a different conference? There's you know four other or three other conferences out there. Yep. Why not get one of their refs? I don't know. Just thought it was very interesting. Um, seemed a little biased. I mean, just maybe because I'm have my orange and blue sunglasses on. But like, and in the SEC, it seemed like come on, like give us a little. I don't know. It just seemed like a little interesting. Uh and then Arkansas. Do you want to talk about Arkansas?
0: Yeah, pig sucky, baby. <laughs> yeah, the uh the hogs from Walmart land lost to San Jose State. Are you kidding me? San Jose isn't a state. <laughs> so look, they just need to cancel football. It it can be they Arkansas needs to schedule a postseason game with Tennessee right now. <laughs> And they can play for who's the worst team in the SEC? Yeah, <laughs> because look, Arkansas may have you know won uh, against Colorado State and Portland State, <laughs> but they're not going to win a single SEC game this year. No, not a chance. If they can't beat San Jose State, which they played three cream puffs and <laughs> Ole Miss, who beat them <laughs> by almost double their score. <laughs> So look, it's just it's a bad year for Arkansas. It's a bad year for Tennessee, and it makes the SEC look bad. So shame on both of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Vandy versus LSU game. Uh, LSU won sixty six to thirty eight. They put up sixty six points. Uh, but Vandy also put up thirty eight against LSU. You yeah, know what that and that's tells what people
0: me? aren't talking about.
1: Uh, that's the thing that I'm. Uh, that's uh kind of gives me a glimmer of hope. LSU defense isn't great. I was even talking to one of my uh, LSU friends uh, and he follows LSU very closely. And one of his things that he, he was saying, while well, our offense is obviously, you know, they're doing things, they're putting up a ton of points. He's really worried about the defense. And I think that gives us a glimmer of hope that we can go down into Baton Rouge and win against LSU this season. And Hey, we play them in just four games. We're we're getting closer and closer to playing LSU, uh, and the way this season's going, I, I could see some positive movement towards we can upset LSU down in Baton Rouge. Uh, what are you feeling about? I mean, what did you see in this Vandy versus LSU game, and how do you feel about going down in Baton Rouge in just a few weeks?
0: Yeah, well, Joe Burrow, look, he's setting school records and everything, and. That's fine. He's a good quarterback, and they have an aerial attack. That's good. But I think the big thing is that in the two teams that they played that are worth a crap, and that's not saying much because Vanderbilt's one of them, Hmm. they both scored 38 points against them. Texas scored 38 points against them. Vandy scored 38 points against them. I'm sorry, but last time I checked, the Commodores don't have a very good offense. Mm -mm. The Commodores are not a very good team. The Commodores are not one of the best in the SEC.
1: Nope. They're probably at the low. Low end. I mean, right now they're
0: 0-3. Look, so. they only scored 24 points against Purdue. They couldn't even score a touchdown against Georgia. Nope. Yep. So the fact that they're putting up that many points against LSU says that there's some big red flags there. Yep. And once LSU has to fight an actual defense, which they haven't because, let's face it, Big 12 defenses don't exist. That's why they have such shootouts. Uh, the LSU team that we see right now will get shut down on their offensive side and then they'll just be obliterated because their defense can't handle it. Yeah, for sure. Defenses win championships. So I'm glad that LSU's rolling right now and I hope they continue to do so until we face them. But I'm looking forward to rolling my entire front yard as we finally break the curse of Death Valley down at LSU.
1: You know what I just looked at? LSU in two weeks plays Florida.
0: Yep, week after we play them.
1: I honestly don't know. Like what what are you thinking about that game?
0: Do you do you want LSU to win or you want Florida to well, against win? Florida? No, I want LSU to demolish them, but not beat them as bad as we do. Okay. Cuz we'll we'll beat them up and then, you know, I'm not saying that I don't want any injuries or anything, but I think a team that has uh been had their face smashed in the mud and then stomped on, uh they they don't play as well after, right? So Mm-hmm. We can definitely say that if LSU does, you know, outscore and if they do that's fine, you know, whatever. They have a good passing yeah. attack. And Florida's defense looks ridiculous. So that's that's whatever. But the good yeah. thing is we play Florida first and we'll beat Florida when they're undefeated and then LSU can have the, the leftovers. That's fine. I'm cool with that. They can be the secondary Tigers eat leftovers. It's all good.
1: <laughs> they can get the scraps. They're the uh what is it? The runt of the litter. Pretty much. That's right. You get you get the little bit of the, you know, leftovers. Uh, ben, before we go, do you want to give them your social media so they can stay in contact with you?
0: Oh uh, yeah, you guys can find me anywhere on social media at benk1ng and uh, Captain Plainsman on Twitter for game days. And then if you have any complaints, shoot them on over to Teamad34 on Twitter. That's yep. my complaint account.
1: It is. He will respond immediately. No, he probably won't. He'll probably <laughs> just ignore you goes into a vacuum. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, and then you can uh, find me on Twitter as well at AJYJY underscore. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle.
0: War Eagle.